I'm following your hello. lead. Hello. 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 I can't go that high. <laughs> All right. <coughs> another week. Another day, another dollar. All it's right. It's the same soup, <clears throat> just reheated. What? We're going to... Your mom. Well, okay. We're going to finish this up because I'm excited to see it. It looked good. Is the the hit, Golden Compass show? The hit, Yeah, his dark materials. Um, I'm excited to see James McAvoy. That's all I care about. Oh. Um, it's supposed to be HBO's next thing, so. Well, nothing can replace Game of Thrones. Sorry. Yeah, but it's supposed to be their next one, so. Nothing their can replace Daenerys' titties <laughs> and Jon Snow's booty. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, you're in luck, Brandon, because mine's pretty short. Okay. Like, pretty short. Oh. Probably um, because I forgot to do it, and then when I got home from work, you reminded me, and then I had, like, mm. an hour to do it. And then we uh, said father-son, but mine's not father-son. I kind of thought neither it was. Re- mine kind of really no. isn't either. Okay. I thought it was, but it's not. So, yeah, you wanted to do father-son because you found one that was really interesting. They were talking about it at work. Yeah. Um, then you found out it wasn't really father-son, and I found one. I was like, father-son, murder case, father-son murderers and i couldn't find anything that like really struck me there was one that happened recently where like this father and son murdered their neighbor because Mm -hmm. they were arguing over a box spring mattress (laughs) it was like this year and i was like ah no it's too soon yeah well and that's i don't know so i did one that happened a few years ago and it's not really a father son tag team murder i'll tell you what it is are you ready I'm I'll ready. I'll go first because mine's short. Okay. And I think you went first last time, but I'm not really sure. So, here we go. Brandon. Jeez. Can <laughs> yes. Can you name, can you tell me some Ivy League schools that exist? Uh, Dartmouth. <laughs> no, say it. Say it how it's actually pronounced. Dartmouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so an inside joke for us. So uh, gross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I forgot. Yeah. The reasoning until yeah. you just said that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Some people. Uh, Dartmouth. Stanford. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? You got this. Uh. Oh, Hartford. No. <laughs> Har- Harvard. Harvard. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Harvard. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. What's uh, the last one that uh, I'm thinking I of? I can't remember. Um, did you say St. Charles Community College? <laughs> yeah. How did you know? It's Ivy League. It's the community college here. It's Ivy League. No. Oh, yeah. Where Carlton went. Princeton. Princeton, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't give you any hints nope. to name that at all. Um, yes, Princeton. I'm glad you know what Princeton is and that it's an Ivy League school located in New Jersey. Um, well, at some point, isn't that where? No, I don't know. Is that where Carlton went? I don't. Maybe rem- I'm wrong. I don't remember anything from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Sorry. No. Yeah. I, may, I might be wrong. I thought so, but I'm probably wrong now. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Um. So sometime you are not looking that up right yes, now. Yes, I am. Oh my god. Okay. My level of hatred for you has grown. Anyway, 
Are you listening? Yeah. Anyway. Are you sure? What did I just yeah. say? Anyway. Okay. About 10 years ago, a young gentleman by the name of Thomas Gilbert Jr. Mm. I was right. Okay. No one cares. Attended the school and got a degree in economics. Gross. So everyone expected him to be successful in the world of finance because his father was the founder of a very successful hedge fund. Um, I had the name of it, but I didn't recognize it. So I'm like, huh. (coughs) How successful is it really? Just kidding. I don't even know what a hedge fund is. I was just going to ask you, what is a hedge uh, fund? I don't know. All Wasn't I know th- is um, Mike and Dave need wedding dates. She's like, yeah. we just hedge those funds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I was thinking of that. Yeah, That's the only she's thing like, I know. Anna Kendrick, if you're listening, please tell us what a hedge fund is. Um, she listens to everyone. It's fine. Um, okay. So everyone thought that he would like grow up to be just like his father be really successful in the financial industry um his uncle was also successful in the world of finance so that was like his destiny was to grow up and be you know follow in his father's footsteps his family's footsteps to be like a huge financial guru um so thomas jr grew up in elite social circles of manhattan he knew important people growing up and he um was destined to continue the life he was accustomed to so that cushy lifestyle everyone thought you know he was going to princeton he was going to continue to be wealthy like he was used to being um however that is not what happened um instead thomas jr at the age of 29 spent most of his time surfing traveling and hanging out at elite social clubs, which is fine, right? I mean, that's fine. Yeah, totally cool. That's, yeah, uh, that's no big deal. Like, there's a lot worse things you could be doing. Except he was doing this on his $1,000 a week allowance that his parents were still giving him. What? Yeah. I wish that my is, parents were giving me $1,000. That $1, is where it's not okay. Like, sure, spend your time surfing, hanging out at social clubs where you could probably do a lot of important social networking, travel experience the world just uh not on your allowance (laughs) what (laughs) and that's a lot of money for allowance and he's 29 yeah wow man i could have a really nice bicycle within a few weeks you already have a nice bicycle Mm -hmm. yeah you already have two nice bicycles another one stop a different one i'm gonna punch you in the head with my words (laughs) um I'm just kidding. I love you. Okay. Uh, I'm physically abused. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> um, By your dog, I am. He literally broke my finger. Mm. My finger. Not yours. Mine. Yeah. I'm physically abused by my dog. My dog broke my finger by biting me. Okay. He's demon. He's Beezlebub incarnated into a fuzzy dog. Okay. That's beside the point. Anyway. So finally, his parents were like, listen, Tommy, you're almost 30. You have a degree from Princeton University. It's time that you became self-sufficient. You need to get a job or we're taking your allowance away. Really reasonable. I think that's pretty reasonable to say to your 29-year-old son. Uh, yeah. Um, who has all the tools that he needs. 
Um, what what time? When face uh, value? When did this take place? Like this is like 2015. <laughs> okay. Um. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So he went to Har- uh, I almost said Harvard. He went to Princeton about 10 years ago. Graduated, and he was 29 in 2015. So. Okay. I don't know when he graduated. Okay. What would that That's be? what I would you graduate when you're like 22? Ish, yeah. So like 2008, he graduated from Princeton. Because um, now he's in his 30s. Um, yeah, so they were like, you have to get a job or we're taking away your allowance. So what does Thomas Jr. do? He develops Uber. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> He walks into a surf shop in the Hamptons, and he's like, y'all need a surfing instructor? Sup, bro? That's what he does. And he looks like a surfer, too. Mm. Like, he fits right into the the scene of surf. I don't know what the difference is between West Coast and East Co- Coast surfing surfers. I imagine... Um, West Coast is more blonde hair. Well, that's what he looks like. He oh. looks like a West Coast surfer, but he, you know, grew up in Manhattan hmm. on the East Coast. Yeah. I imagine it'd be a lot colder surfing there. I'm sure. Especially up north like that. <laughs> north? Um, you know what? I don't know. But he walks into a surf shop and he's like, yo, you need a surfing instructor? And they're probably like, no, Paul Rudd, we don't need a surfing <laughs> instructor. Um, <laughs> uh, I love that movie forgetting sarah marshall yeah it's a good movie um so his parents are furious they're like you have a degree from princeton we probably paid for you to go to this expensive ass school and we're so rich that we can't get any financial aid so we had to pay out of pocket use your degree um which i have some thoughts that i can share after i finish this but um so they reduce his allowance from one thousand dollars a week to three hundred dollars a week, which is significant. He's a fucking grown ass man. Whoa, whoa, that's a significant pay decrease for young Tommy. Yeah, and I wish I got an extra three hundred a week. Yeah, I would no be shit. Comfortable in life. He's almost thirty. Listen, grad students. What up, Mariah? I know you're listening internships you don't get paid for those but he's not doing that i'm just saying i work an internship yes i'm there over 20 hours a week i work for free actually i have to pay tuition to work there for free so i'm technically paying thousands of dollars to work at this place for free over 20 hours i won't even get 300 dollars a week in the extra time that i can manage to work my paying job and this asshole this 29 year old Freaking is whining that he's getting $300 a month. You know what? But I have some thoughts to share after this. Privileged little whitey. I have some thoughts to share after this that don't really support him, but um, I try to look from, like, another perspective of this. I'll share after. Mm, Anyway. Okay. No, listen. Okay. So, on January 4th, 2015, where were you? the beginning of 2015 uh probably at school i was a sophomore in undergrad 
I was living with Mariah. Hey, again. I was going to college still. Yes. Yeah, I was a sophomore. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I think I yeah. Um. Okay, so January fourth, two thousand fifteen. Thomas Jr. showed up at his parents' Turtle Bay apartment, requesting to speak with his father alone. It's like, hey, I just want to talk about my uh, decreased allowance. You're talking to my boy all wrong. Do it again? Stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Um, so what happens next, Brandon? He kills him. Offs him. No, they they calmly discuss his decreased allowance and they settle. No, he kills him. He um, pulls out a forty caliber Glock and shoots his 70-year-old father, Thomas Sr., in the head. And before he flees, Thomas Jr. places the gun in his father's hand to make it seem like a suicide. What a dick. Over a decreased allowance. What a piece of shit. I'm just saying. Yeah. Wow. Okay, but a defense lawyer um, named Arnold Levine um, argued that uh, Thomas Jr., suffered from a slew of mental illnesses since he was a teenager and was not responsible for his actions. Um, The defense's first witness, Dr. Michael Sachs, (laughs) a Cornell... Our dog. I didn't clip his nails. I can hear them, like, scratching the furniture. Yeah, I know. It's driving me insane. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. It's driving you insane. Let me just clip his talons and try not to die. Anyway, moving on. All right, Dr. Michael Sachs, um, a Cornell Medicine psychiatrist, testified in the case that he he had treated Thomas Jr. for years, like ever since he was in high school. He treated Thomas um, and diagnosed him with severe compulsive disorder, depressive disorder, paranoid disorder, and psychosis. I mean, that's a lot, but also if you're a rich family, like, I'm not saying they might have been able to pay off a doctor, but, well, and. They might have been able to pay pay off a doctor. Yeah, but that would be hard to fake, like, from that far back. Yeah. Fake those files. Um, So, uh, Tommy Jr.'s paranoia proved so his paranoia was like the most troubling um side effect of his mental illness that he had um according to this doctor because thomas according to this doctor thomas jr said in numerous sessions that he believed that sketches on saturday night live were about him um and then a quote from dr Sachs is one of his delusions that he revealed to me the belief that Saturday Night Live for years had been making fun of him and that he was thinking of hiring an entertainment lawyer um, to sue them for making fun of him. Um, so Thomas's mother, Shelley Gilbert, um, told the court that her son had not acted out of revenge and a hunger for undeserved money, but instead had become so mentally ill that he could not comprehend that his actions were illegal or immoral when he shot his father. Um, so his mother, which was just so sad, she pleaded with the judge to send her son to a psychiatric facility. 
she was like, please don't send my son to prison. Please just put him in a like, mental institution mm-hmm. because he's sick. Um, and she was quoted saying, I ask that you give him a chance and give him hope for his future. Um, I know this is what my husband would have wanted for him. <laughs> so June of 2019, that's oh, this year. Yeah. Very recently. Only. It's when we moved into this house. Yeah. So this is late June. Yep. That this sentencing occurred. So when was that? Like five months ago ish. Not even. Uh, late. yeah, something like that. Yeah, five months at the end of this month. Um, a jury found Thomas Jr. Thomas Gilbert Jr., who um is 35 now, as of 2019, he's 35. Um, they found him guilty of second degree murder, and gun charges. And they rejected an insanity defense. Good. So I don't know if you are familiar with the difference between first degree and second degree murder. I can explain those to you if you'd mm, like. Sure. So basically, the only difference between first degree and second degree is that first degree is premeditated. Oh. So first degree murder, you plan it out. You know what you're going to do. You know what you're going to use. You know how you're going to get to this person. You know like how you're going to kill them. It's very planned. Second degree murder is you murder them, but you don't. It's you impulsively murder. I thought that was manslaughter. No, manslaughter is when you accidentally murder someone. Oh. Like, um, if you're driving drunk and you kill someone, that's manslaughter. Oh. If you, um, are cleaning a gun and it goes off and you kill someone, that would be manslaughter. Second degree murder would be like if you show up to confront like your old boss about how crappy he was and it escalates and you end up murdering him that would be second that would be second degree murder. Uh so you didn't plan on killing them but in the moment you impulsively murdered someone. Yeah. Um I gotcha. Yeah, so he was found guilty of second degree murder and gun charges. And his plea for insanity was rejected. Um, A state judge in Manhattan that was residing over the case, um, Judge Melissa Jackson, sentenced him to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 30 years. So he will not be eligible for parole until he's 65. I mean, he might. No, I guess. Usually good behavior. They do it earlier, but who yeah. knows. Um, the maximum penalty, she, so she gave him the maximum penalty, penalty allowed under law um, was life in prison with no parole after 30, until after 30 years. Um, so after the sentencing, Thomas Jr.'s mother stated, there is no closure for us. We won't stop until Tommy is sent to a mental institution. He has no idea what he has done. If Tommy had gotten the mental health treatment he needed, my husband would be alive today. And that is the story of the Ivy League father killer. Huh. That was longer than I expected, though. Yeah, me too. I only had the yeah. four paragraphs. I feel like I ad-libbed a lot. Uh, I gotcha. Okay. Well, right, what's yours? I'm doing the, uh, the called the DC sniper attacks. Oh. Have you heard of this one? Sounds familiar. Uh, okay. All right. Well, it occurred. Um, well, so like it occurred pretty much that whole year of 2002. Um, but there was a majority of them that were 
I guess what led them to get caught was in October. Wait. Over a few weeks. This isn't like the clock tower thing, is it? No. Okay. No, that happened uh, in Texas, I think. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, so. Okay. Idea for next week. Um, in Maryland, Virginia, and the district, it happened in Maryland, Virginia, and the District of Columbia. Uh, ten people were killed, and three were injured. Uh, this was before, um, the October murders. Uh, so the snipers were were John Allen Muhammad, who was forty one at the time that he was caught. And Lee Boyd Malvo, who was 17 at the time. Oh, my God. Wait, how old was the first guy? 41. Uh, 40. Uh. 40. Uh. Uh, they drove a Chevy Caprice sedan while committing these crimes. Their crime uh, spree, uh, like I said, it began, it began in February 2002. Uh, and so a lot of them, t- the murders took place in Alabama. Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Texas, and Washington. Washington. Uh, I was seeing if you were paying attention. Texas. Yeah. Maybe this is the thing I'm thinking of. Uh, I didn't see anything about a water tower. No. Okay. A clock tower. Or a clock tower. These uh, crimes involved murders and robberies, mostly murders. Uh, These crimes resulted in seven... uh, So... Um, hold, that number doesn't. Uh, we'll ignore that. Seventeen. Uh, no, I have the the final count later. Uh, the so the crimes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Killed seventeen people and wounded seven others. Boom. Ten others. So that that is the final. So it's seventeen altogether. Are you sniffing? What are you sniffing? Oh, okay. It's like those little sample things. So this is how they killed people. They modified the trunk of their car with a hole in the back of the license plate. What? And yeah, and they would lay down in the back, like put down the seat and lay down in the back and shoot out of the back of the license plate. Yep. So they were like sniping people like while they were filling up their gas, like people that were filling up their gas, they would snipe them. Have nothing better to do, more constructive to, with their time. No idea. Um. Uh. So, this uh, Lee guy, the seventeen-year-old. Yeah. So, uh, he apparently him and his mom. Uh, lived in Jamaica. Oh. And they met this John guy when he was there for some reason. But they met him, and then they ended up moving over here to US, the U.S., and they moved here illegally uh, with his mom in 2001. But then they, like, started running around with John. Um, then Lee converted to Islam and moved with John to a homeless shelter in 2002 in Bellingham, Washington. That's a bold move for 2002. Well, and, uh, I mean, why would you move to the U.S. and— Moved to a homeless shelter. Anyways, with this other piece of shit. Strange man. Yeah. February 16th, 2000. Oh, okay. So I I have a couple of the murders. Um, I didn't go through all 17 of them because you would probably get a little bored with just explaining every single one. Uh, but there, there was a 21-year-old cashier. 
Kenya Nicole Cook. Uh, she was shot and killed by Lee. She was at the front door of her aunt's home in Tacoma, Washington. Uh, her name, uh, Kenya, or Kenya, Kenya's aunt, Isa Nicole, Isa, Isa Nicole's, Isa. Isa. Is it ISSA? ISA. Oh. Uh, was good friends with, she was, she ended up being good friends with John, uh, John's ex-wife, Mildred, and had encouraged her to seek a divorce. Uh, in March 19th, 2002, Jerry Taylor, 60, was killed by a single shot to the chest, which was fired from a long range as he was practicing at a golf course. Yeah. It's like um, I had to work a golf scramble a few weeks or a few months ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. And um, the golf cart I was driving around handing out beer in <laughs> backfired. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Let out a really, really loud pop and people like turned around. <laughs> like they needed to drop. Um, August 1st, 1st, 2002. Oh, and John's sister actually lived near that golf course. August <laughs> August uh, 1st, 2002, uh, John Gaeta, uh, he was 51. He was changing uh, a tire in a parking lot in Hammond, Louisiana. That's the thing. These guys traveled a lot because they went from Washington to Louisiana. And they, they were everywhere. Yeah. Uh, he was shot in the back of the neck by Lee, and the bullet actually exited his back. Ow. Well, th- I think it actually saved him Wait. because... Shot in the back and it exited. No neck. Oh. Uh, but it exited his back. So but like I I guess I don't know. He was like you got, he was changing a tire, so he's probably oh, like knelt yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he actually survived. So he was able to. He faked dead whenever Lee came over and stole his wallet, and then he um actually was able to get to a hospital. Um. And then in March 1st, 2010, he actually received an apology letter from Lee. Lee's in jail. I would wipe my ass with that letter. Yeah, no shit. September 5th, 2002, uh, my 11th birthday. Oh, uh, million. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, never do that again. Million. I do that all the time. Don't act like a uh, douchebag because you're uh, being recorded. Uh, yeah, not on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, this person's name was Million A. Waldermerium. That is a friggin' cool name. Mil- million? Million. Uh, 40, uh, I think it was 41-year-old, uh, fatally shot in the back of the head with a t- twenty-two caliber pistol in, at, in Hotlanta, Georgia. We're naming our firstborn Million. No. Million was helping the owner of Sammy's Package Store close, uh, close up for the night uh, when the shooting happened. And then, 19 hours later, on the same day, Claudine Parker, a 51-year-old store clerk in Montgomery, Alabama, shot, she was shot in the chest and killed during a robbery. Her 24-year-old co-worker was critically wounded and uh, shot through the neck, but she actually survived. And then, uh, September 23, 2002, Hong M. Ballinger... Uh, she's 40, 45 years old and was shot in the head and killed uh, with a Bushmaster rifle in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Baton Rouge. Uh, 
like I said, so there was more in Maryland and Washington, D.C. and other states, um, Virginia as well. Um, in each, it, so in each shooting, uh, the characteristic that was the same was that they were actually killed by a single bullet fired from some distance in each case, and the killers uh, struck, then vanished. So this is where it gets interesting is because, well, I thought it was interesting, is because, you know, obviously everybody's kind of freaking out. Um, and so there was actually many parents would not let their kids. Y'all better repent, you hear? <laughs> their, the parents wouldn't actually let their kids ride the school school bus. So, the, like, parents were all picking up and taking their kids to school. But that's, of course, that's not as bad. But the... Uh, the gas stations were actually putting tarps around the whole like canopies oh so that like they couldn't see like how do you get it in uh, well the, the, you can have like a little opening but like that's yeah that, isn't that crazy yeah. like could you imagine seeing that now no. but that's crazy yeah i just had a um, thought my mom would probably be like you're riding the school bus it's too expensive to take you <laughs> <laughs> um, fine just duck down underneath the window <laughs> Um, yeah, and then apparently there's a Navy base, uh, somewhere in Bethesda, Maryland. Yeah. Um, Bethesda. yeah, but so there was a Navy base over there and a lot of people would try to fill up there cause they thought it was, you know, more safe. Yeah. Um, the investigation, uh, to find these guys, uh, was headed by chief of Montgomery city police department of Virginia, Charles Moose. Uh, and October 4th, the five shootings on October 3rd and the two on October 2nd were forensically linked to the same gun. Uh, a telephone call by the sniper, so it was one of the, I think it was Lee, I'm pretty sure it was Lee, was bragging about, one? what? About the young one? Yeah. Was, so, uh, so the older guy was pretty much using this younger kid, like, go get him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he was bragging about his excellence and mentioned a previous murder in Montgomery, Alabama. So they used a payphone. So idiots. Um, October 17th. Well, cell phones weren't really a thing. Yeah, but that's how they can track you and then your fingerprints as well. So you dummies. Well. October 17th, uh, authorities. Uh, respect my authority. Uh, matched Malvo's fingerprint. Oh, so that's Lee. Lee Malvo. Uh, fingerprint found on the Benjamin Tasker Middle School site with one Ew. lifted from the liquor store scene. That's scary. What? Middle school? Yeah. Yeah. After further research, they found that he had ties with John. So then that's whenever they kind of figured out the whole, like, he moved here and he lived with him here, you know. Um, they found John's ex-wife, and that led them to trace the car that he had purchased, and f- they were able to find his license plate number. This is where it seems fucking ridiculous. They were able to see that his license plate had been checked in by patrol cars several times at various jurisdictions and sites at several states where all this was happening. So his car was... Marked as suspicious, so was his license plate number. And they had stopped, or they had marked this down, but they never stopped him. Like, isn't it kind of interesting that, like, 
Wouldn't mm. you think? Yeah. Maybe we should question this guy. But they just didn't do it. Well, they uh, probably didn't. This is the reason why. Because people had claimed that a white van had sped away each time. Hmm. Witnesses. So they had their eyes on a white van the entire time when it, that wasn't true. Interesting. Yeah, it was this whatever. Uh, uh, I forgot what it was. Chevy. Caravan. No, it wasn't a caravan. It was a what Caprice. Caravan? That's what it was. Wait, what he drove? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. So that that's why they never did it because they they were like oh it's we're looking for a white van we're looking for a white van. Chevy Caprices are like Ugly. those really pointy. I don't remember. I saw. I mean, a picture. the new ones are okay looking, but like N- they make new Caprices. Yeah. Oh. Newish. Well, this was an old one. They're like really pointy and. <laughs> um, oh yeah 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 yeah. I don't know how else to explain them, but they're just like super pointy. Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure one of the. Guardians at my job drives one of those. Mm. So, October 3rd, 2002, John was pulled over for a minor minor traffic huh? infraction. Minor traffic infraction. Uh, two hours prior to the shooting of Pascal Charlotte, um, which was one of his victims. Uh, law enforcement now told the public to watch out for a dark blue Chevy Caprice. And it is not the white box truck. Yeah. Finally. October 24th, 2002, John and Lee were found in the car sleeping at a rest stop off Highway 70 near Myersville, Maryland. Uh, They were immediately arrested on federal weapons charges. So they got them. They were able to get them on site with federal weapons charges. Got him. Are you paying attention? Yeah. Are you just busy with Instagram? No. I'm listening to you. I saw you. Don't get sassy with me. Yeah, that's what you were doing. She's not paying attention, y'all. His. Listen, um, I have to listen to you 99% of the time. Shut up. Um, They. uh, So what they actually. This is funny. So like while they were sleeping in their car, they had no idea that cops knew where they were at. No, no, no. They. They blocked all the exits off with, like, more cop cars. And then they actually, like, took the semis. You know, I forgot what it's called when a police, like, takes the car. Like, this is police business. Confiscate. Uh, I don't think it's called confiscating. Takes over. Uh, whatever. They they took the, the semis and they used them to, like, wrap around as well like so that they could like they made sure yeah them? so they made sure that they could not get through oh, like that chevy caprice can it drive underneath a semi-truck <laughs> yeah well they had cop cars too so that's funny and then they woke them up and they were like hello they were like oh yeah what the hell uh so that's yeah that's what i imagined the 41 year old to sound like <laughs> and then so they they got them um you know uh, the motive was, so John said his motive the whole time was to kill his ex-wife and use the other killings as a cover-up. He would, I know, I was confused then too. Don't, okay. I was confused, but wait. So he used the other killings because he wanted to create random attacks everywhere. So he would 
randomly attack his wife and then they would think it's part of this whole like thing do you know what i mean yeah that doesn't make sense yeah well faulty logic he's obviously not a smart man so um or wasn't a smart man because he died yeah he was uh killed lethal injection on november 10th 2009 and then lee uh was sentenced to um life in prison without parole and then he uh actually seemed like there was a lot of things where he like felt apologetic about everything and was like i said that letter that he sent that one guy and stuff because he was a teenager being groomed yeah but still you know uh still doesn't excuse what he did i don't care easy to manipulate i don't care our dachshund has something to say She has nothing to say. I thought she would snort. Oh. Snort. <laughs> she snores really loud. Snort, you pig. <laughs> Wait, okay. She did, she yeah, did. a little bit. Okay. Anyways, all right. So. Um, I don't know why, but the whole time you were talking about this case, it reminded me. You weren't me. paying attention. Yes, I was freaking paying attention. Ugh. What? Hey, do you wanna? Or what are we doing next week? Oh, can I can I tell? Can I finish my thought before sure. you interrupt me? Thanks. Mm, yeah. Um. Ooh, I want to throw something at your head. Um, it reminded me of in my hometown. Like, okay, so I tell everyone I'm from a town that's actually like next to where I grew up because no one has ever heard of the town I grew up in because it's like 700 people. So, <laughs> one of the churches in this 700 people town noticed that their electricity bill was like skyrocketing out of nowhere and they're like what what's happening so eventually they found out that a father and son would like sit outside of this um church like at night and they would like splice into the the electricity somehow i don't know what the correct terminology is for that yeah i don't know but they would like tap into it and like watch porn (laughs) oh my god on it together like sitting in the car together like the son would be on his computer and the dad would be on his computer and then watch porn that's fucking weird off of the church's wi-fi so our yeah, internet i guess but um but just because the internet cost isn't going to drive the electricity up well so i don't know like they figured out because a bill was like really high or so they like I don't know was it it's not maybe not electricity maybe it was the internet like the data I don't know they yeah, figured could out have been data. somehow they figured out that that's what was happening if that's how you're paying for it it just depends yeah I don't know but oh. that they figured out and for some reason that's all I could think of when you were telling me oh that's um, weird so we did father son this time let's do mother daughter next time okay sounds good all right one all more right. snort from Lucy do it all right she's not gonna do wait. it wait. Okay. Snort. All right. Okay, bye. <laughs>